So some bored journalist in a room somewhere decided it was racist to call the coronavirus the Wuhan virus. Now the media is rolling with this new smear, despite them calling it by the same name for months. Imagine even caring about being called a racist, knowing how full of it they are. Who let these people into our lives and allowed them to just dictate what is racist? Not on my watch. I will call the virus whatever I damn please, and these people are going to have to put up with my racist self, I guess. Plus, speaking about absolute mediocrities in the media, Carlos Mazos, remember the geek from Twitter known as Gaywonk? Remember the guy he rails against the rich? Eat the rich, cancel the rich, tax the rich, kill the rich. But it turns out he's just another champagne socialist, families worth a billion bucks. The New York Post exposed this inconvenient fact about him. And boom, the person at the New York Post suspended from Twitter. Plus, men's tea levels are dropping, women's eggs are disappearing while they have it all, meaning have it all, well, everything but the kid. Birth rates declining, which means we are screwed. And on that high note, I'm John Miller. White House Brief begins now. So the media, they continue to hit new lows every single day. And you can't be surprised anymore. They've become unhinged. It's like watching somebody join the Church of Satan. Wow, they're really starting to worry me. They're doing crazy stuff. Well, what did you expect? They worship the devil. Anyway, here's our sponsor for today, Ashford University. We all have an idea of what our dream job looks like, but it ain't just gonna be handed to you. Now, college is not for everyone. But for some people, it is the right move. But these days, the degrees that help make your dream a reality are often so hard to get if you're working or you have a family, etc. That's why you're going to love Ashford University. It is convenient and flexible. You can learn at your own pace. You can get an online bachelor's and master's degree wherever you're the most comfortable learning. You can do one course at a time, and if you do that, you will be considered a full-time student. I know that my degree certainly helped me. It can help you too. And the good thing is, you don't need the standardized tests. You don't need the SAT, GRE, GMAT, or other standardized test scores. They're not required for enrolling at Ashford. So go check them out. Get on the road to earning your degree, making your dream job a reality. Enroll now by going to ashford.edu slash WHB. That is ashford.edu slash WHB to get your degree today. Ashford.edu slash WHB. So some reprobate journalist named David Gura he, this guy used to have this unwatchable show on MSNBS. Guy probably sitting around in his underwear was bored over the weekend, decided to scrawl on Twitter what all the eggheads should be outraged over this week. Calling COVID-19 the Wuhan virus is racist. All white people are racist. Each and every one of them. That's how these people think. What these people are doing to our country is a virus much more insidious than coronavirus. The good news is you can give yourself immunity to that virus by just not caring what they have to say. This ignoramus made a statement after some panic due to the fact that someone at CPAC had come down with the Wuhan fever and had been hospitalized. And Dr. Paul Gozar, United States Congressman representing Arizona's 4th District, said he would be under self-quarantine after sustained contact at CPAC with a person who has since been hospitalized with the Wuhan virus. <gasps> the Wuhan virus! The Wuhan! You can't say that! Why the hell not? The virus originated in Wuhan. And yet 
facts are anathema to these clowns like David Gura. And it almost seemed, almost seemed like a coordinated effort because just minutes prior, Chris Hayes, who is Rachel Maddow's bloated older brother and also spins fairy tales on MSNBS, said, just astoundingly gross to call it the Wuhan virus. Yeah, they're always astounded. They're always astonished. They're always flabbergasted. They're always outraged. It is fake. Major news outlets have been calling it the Wuhan virus for months. From January, Politico, Wuhan virus has killed over 100 in China. A summary of an article from Chris Hayes' own network in January, human to human spread of Wuhan virus from NBC News, even CNN report that said Wuhan coronavirus can spread before symptoms was flawed. Washington Compost, China's action on the Wuhan coronavirus outbreak is hazardous to your health. Got foreign policy. The Wuhan virus is not a lab-made bioweapon. Uh-huh, sure. You've got the sophisticates at The Economist. Will the Wuhan virus become a pandemic? So everyone, you know, way, 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 way back, all the way back to a few months ago, thought it was completely acceptable to refer to it as the Wuhan virus. But when racist Congressman Gosar tweets about it, well, no, that is where we draw the line. That is when it becomes absolutely unacceptable. But what is acceptable is in Mexico, where, of course, everyone is a saint, can do no wrong. Well, they are having openly what looks racist to me, coronavirus celebrations. But no, let's turn a blind eye to this. Now, that's in Mexico. Let's bring more of them here. Are they the guys wearing a pointy hat? Dancing around, a coronavirus dancing around, a pointy hat on. No, but that's not racist. No, what's racist is when you name the city from whence the virus hails. Wuhan is a city. It's like saying something called the, the New York virus is racist toward New Yorkers. It makes no sense. In fact, there's a long history of calling viruses from their places of origin. West Nile virus, German measles, Coxsackie virus. Coxsackie, it's a town in New York. Three-year-old, stop laughing. Spanish flu, Marburg virus, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, Stockholm syndrome even. And Ebola, even Ebola is named after the place of origin. Ebola means Black River in the local language. You know, when they were studying it, scientists, they looked at a map and they said, oh, well, that's a river near where it originated. And it turns out that's not exactly the case. It actually originated closer to the Congo River. But guess what? There was already a virus called Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever virus. So that name was already taken. So they ultimately, you know, the name Congo's taken, but they don't name viruses after the city which they originated by. So they ultimately found a river near where the disease originated, but it stuck to the, the, the name coronavirus stuck. So the point is naming viruses after locations has been a common practice for a century, if not longer. They know it's not racist. That's a term that they use. Remember when they have no argument. Oh, duh, oh, duh, it's racist. I've long said you should not care. These people, they are morally bankrupt. Here they are celebrating the stock market going down. They were celebrating the temporary halt after a circuit breaker or whatever was set off. Some are hoping that the death toll is high here in America 
so that it makes Trump look bad. They want this. They are dying for this to be a stain on Trump's presidency so that Joe Biden wins in 2020. Uh, it's an absolute joke. These people should not be taken seriously, and their charges of racism are as empty as their heads and their hearts combined. What do Chris Matthews, Joe Scarborough, and the rest of the cable news hosts and Carlos Mazza have in common? They're multimillionaires. Yep, that is right. And last summer, when Carlos Gaywonk Mazza, who at the time was employed by Vox, was on his crusade to get Crowder deplatformed, I asked this question. Who raised this wuss? Who raised such a wimp where words on the internet are so scarring that he couldn't deal with it? So much he couldn't deal with it and he had to try to get YouTube to take down Steven Crowder. Well, now we know who raised this wuss. Millionaires, actually more likely billionaires and specifically tech company billionaires raised this insufferable wuss. YouTube socialist Carlos Maza slams the wealthy but lived in luxury. Yes, believe it or not, Gaywonk, who has built his following off, uh, off of spewing nonsense about how the world is stacked against you and advocating violence against his political opponents. I call this color Central Park bloodbath. Mm, that guy is a child of the American dream, in his own words. My mom and her fiance are very wealthy thanks to a software company they started together when I was a kid. As a result, I've gotten to live a life of tremendous privilege. I got to go to college without debt and take low-paying internships when I graduated without worrying about rent or health insurance. And his parents, they're living the American dream. They immigrated here from Cuba, baby. Maza's mother, Vivian Maza, was one of the first employees at Ultimate Software, a Florida-based behemoth, which now employs more than 5,000 people. Starting in 1990 as an office manager, she ultimately rose to become the group's chief people officer in 2004. And now her son's job is actually advocating the overthrow of the system that has lifted billions out of poverty and has helped them immensely. There's a reason that Gaywonk didn't share this key bit of information about himself until he was forced to. Because what does it do? Well, it destroys his credibility. Must feel, must feel deeply upsetting to have the fans that have been bankrolling his fight against the capitalist pigs that at the end of the day, the address Carlos is registered to vote at is what? Well, it's a beautiful five-bedroom, eight-bathroom waterfront mansion in Boca Raton, Florida. Bet, bet, bet that feels like a bit of a betrayal to his commie followers. And yet, not surprising at all, how typical of an internet faux-socialist to shout about classism in between bites of caviar from his silver spoon. Gaywonk cries, Dear God, can we stop taking political advice from the ultra-wealthy? Yep, we sure can, Gaywonk, and it starts with you. Men's testosterone levels are going down. They have been for years. That's not a good thing, obviously, because the less testosterone a man has, the more liberal he's likely to be. That's not a meme. That's actually backed up by studies. Host of Pseudo Intellectual here on Blaze TV, Lauren Chen is here with me to discuss. Lauren, thanks for being here. I am so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be talking about this specific topic. About testosterone. What more of a joyful Clearly topic than I that? I'm an expert. <laughs> right? Well, you can't really talk about it because for whatever reason, people don't necessarily want to bring up the subject. Yeah. But the levels of testosterone in men have been going down for years mm -hmm. and no one can figure out why. 
Yeah, and this is this is something that I've seen when I posted this video. A lot of people were saying, oh, this is pseudoscience, just right-wing uh, fear-mongering or conspiracy theories. Like, no, this is actually, they've done studies about this. For generations, testosterone levels have been dropping. Um, I think we, we mentioned the specific stat in our video, but someone, like a 20-year-old now, has, I think, 17% less testosterone or something um, than a 20-year-old, let's say, from the mid-'80s. It's, it's a lot. It's a big difference. And they can't figure out what's going on, but eventually it's not going to be good for society if, if they continue to go down on this trajectory. For sure. I, not only are there actual health, like physical consequences, uh, low testosterone in men is linked to things like uh, depression, um, I think different types of cancers and just like, infertility issues, but you also have the societal consequences, which I think are right now, I'm not saying all of our problems are linked to low T men. But uh, some of them, yeah, some of them are. But there, uh, so there is a correlation between men with low testosterone and men with left-wing views. Is that accurate? This is a study that was done at a university. It's not just some, you know, 4chan blogger that's putting right. this forward. <laughs> there are researchers who tested men from several different countries, right, and not just America. So pretty good, pretty good pool of, of participants. And the stronger a man was, like physically, and the bigger his biceps were, and of course those things are linked to testosterone levels, the more likely he was to reject socialism. And here I have a study says physically weak men more likely to be socialists. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so there you go. I, I, it, it, I mean, it makes sense. It, it makes sense to have the correlation between somebody who wants the government to take care of everything for them mm -hmm. versus someone who wants to be self-sufficient and actually take care of themselves and, and, gosh forbid, in this age, take care of a family and provide for a family. Yeah. You would understand why that might be linked to men who actually have more higher T-levels. But you know what? That is my interpretation as well. But I was reading different uh, articles about this study that kind of blew up when it first came out. And apparently the left-wing spin on it is that um, stronger men are more likely to be less altruistic. Oh, okay. Uh, that's, is, that's is an like, yeah, way to and look more at likely it. to be toxically masculine and, and reject the idea of community and um, like widespread care. Is, the, the interesting thing is that right wingers don't necessarily reject the idea of community. Exactly. In fact, a lot of right wingers promote it. They just don't want uh, collectivism, yeah, which is and, completely different. And government force with giving. I get, I'm sure you do as well, the whole idea that, oh, conservatives are selfish, they're heartless, they don't care about other people. Conservatives actually give more to charity than liberals, right? This is a consistent thing they find. Conservatives aren't against giving, they're not against helping people, they're against government force compelling people to do that. There's a difference. And if you go into a room full of conservatives, I guarantee it, and a room full of liberals, this is not a study. This is just my uh, observation, <laughs> my anecdotal observation. You go into a study of liberals versus conservatives, I guarantee you you're going to feel more welcome. I guarantee you mm -hmm. the conservatives are going to be nicer and just more hospitable because it's really more in the culture. You don't want government providing for those things, and therefore you kind of look for, toward your neighbor. You kind of look toward uh, the church in a lot of instances, which provides a hub for, for family and community. And these are all things I think it's a big misnomer that right-wingers just absolutely hate community. They're only looking out. There is a wing of the right that is only looking out, the Ayn Rands of the world, yeah. who are only looking the out for themselves. Yeah. Exactly. No such thing as altruism. Exactly. But aside from that, I just, there, there is a, the idea that we reject community, I think, is, is completely inaccurate. Um, there is a group, speaking of T-levels, of boys on BuzzFeed. Um, what they're called? Oh, the they're called the Guys. Try Guys. Yeah. And they go and they do things. And since they, I guess, had an inkling that maybe their T-levels were uh, on the low side, they decided to actually go and get their testosterone levels tested. And I think we have a clip from them. Is that accurate? Very nice. Daddy. You guys ready for number three? Their T-levels ended up being 
way lower than the average American. And just to give the numbers, the average American um, in their age range, 25 to 34, uh, has about 617, and that's, that's the level the they measure yeah. testosterone at. Uh, the average 85-year-old man has 376, and the guy in this group who had the highest T levels had lower T levels <laughs> than the 85-year-old man coming in at a whopping 363 nanograms per deciliter. Yeah, so it's it's shocking, but also not that shocking. I mean, like, no offense to the Try Guys, but I I feel like if you see if you've seen their videos. From looking at them, you can kind of tell. And what's funny is that from looking at them, I could also tell which one was going to have the highest one. <laughs> and I was right. It was the Asian guy, if anyone has seen those videos. And it's like. Yeah. I mean, they I mean, you can they just radiate weak, soft men. Yeah. And it's like I feel like I, my fear is in 20 years, all men are just going to start to be more and more like them. And that's horrifying. I know. And it's it's scary for me because like as a woman, I would. I enjoy seeing strong men out there, and right now I feel, especially when you look at the BuzzFeed men of the world, like, I have, I think, competitive T-scores to them, I'm sure. Like, I haven't <laughs> tested this, but I wouldn't be surprised if I, I at least somewhat rival them, which should not be the case. And actually, this is not just like a, a political issue, a health issue. This affects relationships as well. They've done studies about how testosterone levels affect men's um, protectiveness of their relationships, uh, how likely they are to flirt with other women, and it affects that as well. That's a real shame, and it's not looking good for the country, and I hope scientists find a way to figure this out because, you know, whether it's diet or I don't know what it is, yeah. but it seems like it, it, it's not going to bode well for the country if this trajectory continues, and that's just the truth. Lauren Chen, thanks so much. Thank you for having me. All right, host of Pseudo Intellectual. You can find it on Blaze TV. You can also get it wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Thanks for watching. This has been the White House Brief, and we will see you next time. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the White House Brief Podcast. If you haven't already, remember to subscribe to the podcast. Please rate it, and if you feel like doing it, please leave a review. It really helps us out. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.